friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's episode, the PCs continue to explore the tower and find out that they are being watched. So if you remember, back a couple of episodes, they were given a rough sketch of the map of the layout of the tower and an overview of what is inside the tower. I actually don't love when that happens. I'll be honest, it sort of annoys me when I have to provide PCs a sketch of a dungeon or give them some hints as to what's going on inside the dungeon because it can cause analysis paralysis where they are sitting there anticipating exactly what they expect is going to happen. And I don't think it's too bad this week, but you're going to see some of that analysis paralysis where now they know what they were told and they're going through a lot of effort to try to anticipate and take care of those issues. I mean, this is one of those things that just happens every so often, especially if you're going to be adventuring in a location that the NPCs know about and they have visited many times. There is no reason that they shouldn't have a map of the place ahead of time, nor be told what dangers to expect inside the location. So I just don't like it when it turns into this, okay, we're going to go really, really slowly and try to find exactly what the NPC told us and counter all those mean things that the GM was going to do to us. Now, it doesn't get too bad. Actually, let me take that back. I don't want to ruin this week's episode thinking, oh my god, they're going to be sitting here going like two miles per hour. They don't, but they definitely take precautions and go very carefully and very slowly because of the things the priest told them ahead of time. Now, the funny thing is, you know what? It doesn't really matter. Let me tell you a secret. The GM can do anything they want. They can make the monster that was supposed to be there not appear. If you really, really want to drive PCs insane, tell them there's like all these monsters in a location, have them go to the location and then find absolutely none of those monsters or treasures or items that they were told because then they will literally start taking that place apart brick by brick because they assume that everything they're told is true. So what I like to do, and this doesn't really come into effect so much in this episode, but I tell them half-truths. So like one of my very favorite ones is like when the NPC will say, Hey, yeah, uh, go to that location, and when I was there last, I saw these, like, really large, weird-looking bats flying around. I only saw two of them, so they really shouldn't be too bad, so don't, don't worry about them. But, yeah, be aware that there's two bats there. And then the PCs go, and they're all expecting to, like, fight some bats. They go to the location, and they're vampires. And they're like, oh my god, those aren't bats, those are vampires! And they realize they are not prepared to fight vampires, and then all their plans get thrown away. That is how I like to handle NPCs giving PCs information. It is sort of correct. 
So just be aware of that when you're listening to the next couple of episodes so that you're like, oh, Steve did it again. So a few quick notes about this week's episode. First of all, Ataran tries to use telekinetic projectile where he's just throwing rocks around. Now, that is actually not allowed, and this comes up a lot. If you read a spell, and if it says target is creature, that means you have to actually target a living thing. This is actually very common with Magic Missile. Magic Missile also has target creature, which means you can't Magic Missile a door or an inanimate object. So I take that as the rule of law. If you are going to be using telekinetic projectile, you can only use it against a creature or monster or something that you can target in combat. And you can't just start throwing rocks around. If you want to do that, it's called Mage Hand. There's different spells for different utility, and I don't like to really cross them over too much. I actually, I think, messed it up this week because I didn't look at the spell description, but if that ever happens again, I would not allow them to use telekinetic projectile on something that's not a creature. Something else, you're going to hear them talk about this thing called an aura or a halo, and you're like, what the heck is that? Well, inside of Roll20, I have a add-on where it will put a halo around the monsters, and the PCs for that matter, and it starts off green if they're at full health, and then slowly changes the halo from green to yellow to red, and then they're dead. And that way, the PCs have a general idea of how damaged creatures are. I like it because it gives them an idea of, you know, how damaged a creature is, and it also gives them an idea of how much hit points they have, because, you know, if they see a monster that's green, and then they just did 50 hit points worth of damage on it, and it's, like, barely yellow, they can then do a calculation in their head and say, okay, this thing probably has around 100-plus hit points, and it's only half dead. It really works out well. It also helps me a lot, because a lot of times they'll say, how dead does this creature look? How many hit points do you think it has? Blah, blah, blah. They keep asking that. This way, they never ask it. But you will hear them talking about the halo, and when they're talking about colors, now you'll know what they're talking about. And then there's another thing where we talk about assisted recovery for persistent damage. Assisted recovery is, well, this is what happens. If you have persistent damage, say you're on fire, or you have acid on you, or you're bleeding, you just take damage, and then after every round, you roll a d20, and if you get a 15 or higher, you put it out. That's just how it works. Now, the thing is, the assisted recovery says, as an example, that if you spend assisted recovery, the DC changes to 10, and then from there on, it's just 10. This is the weird thing. If you read it really carefully, it actually just has 10 as a suggestion. That's not the rule. You could, for example, if someone's on fire and if you throw water on them, you can say the DC is zero and they automatically succeed. Or you can be really mean and say the DC is two. And then if they roll a one, you can say, well, they threw the water on you, but you didn't get all the fire. So you're still like on fire. You know, it's it's not actually DC 10. The DC 10 is in there as a suggestion and somehow 
that became the rule. And I've noticed I've used that as the rule, and everyone's using that as the rule, but really, it's whatever the GM decides the DC becomes. And I'm going to start making it more realistic, like roleplay, that you just don't do assisted recovery, that you actually have to tell me what you do, how you do it, and then I will set the DC depending upon what you were trying to do as a character. The downside of that is that it might go above 10. The upside is it can go way below 10, especially if you do something really smart. Like if you say, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm on fire. I'm dropping prone and rolling around on the ground. Okay, because you're now prone and it's a pain in the neck, I'll say that, you know, maybe the DC's 5 instead now, instead of 10. Because now you're going to have to take another action just to stand up. So by sacrificing an action, I decrease the DC to something even lower. So lots of notes for you to know what is going on in this week's episode because, well, you'll be hearing it and this way you are informed. But with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So here we are. It's a quiet time of year. RPG Superstar is nearing completion. Everyone did their public voting and now we're going to go through and select the winners. So be on the lookout for that in the near future. The final winners are expected to be announced on October 14th. Oh my god, that's really soon. I better finish up the site. Oh boy. Okay, so yeah, the final winners are going to be announced, uh, yeah, really soon. So check that out. And what we're going to do is take those winners, have them sign a contract, and then we will help fully develop their monsters with some Paizo employees and editors, as well as other people in the industry, finish up their monsters, get some artwork created, and then we're going to create an RPG superstar bestiary with everyone's monsters in it, plus some cool new rules and abilities written by our editors and authors. So be on the lookout for that later this year. In addition, do check out our Patreon page if you ever want to listen to us early. Either the show early or watch us live. You just go to patreon.ruleforcombat.com. Do check out Jason's column. He renamed it to The Sideshow because we thought it was more in the circus theme. In addition, he also writes a weekly column called The Bird's Eye View because he's playing a Tengu in the Agents of Edgewatch. So make sure you check that out at ruleforcombat.com. That comes out every Monday and every Thursday. And of course, do check out the Discord where you can play games and hang out and chat with people. And you just go to discord.ruleforcombat.com. But with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. So last we left off, you managed to find the tower. And you managed to get into the tower. And... Alhara decided that she's going to sneak in to be stealthy, to get the drop on them. Although rolling a natural one means that she accidentally alerted the entire tower to their presence and instead started a fight on a stairwell. But it all turned out okay. You killed the Zolgath warriors. You killed some poor dinosaur. And Hap and Ataran are all stinky or rather, they're all sickly because of the stink. And now there's a large room with a fire in front of you and some dead animals. And, well, that's where we last left off. What are you going to do? I retch a little? Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's Cauldron of Curious Concoctions, a human witch of curses. 
Yeah, I was going to say, can I pinch my nose and, like, try to get rid of this nausea from the stink? Lauren Sink is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Sure. Now, we could do it a couple ways. I mean, in theory, you're supposed to roll until you get it. But since you're out of combat, I will say you just spend a little bit of time until the stink clears your nose, except for one small problem. These warriors, which I moved off the screen, I think they still stink even in death. And it smells horrible. It probably smell worse. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varys, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Yeah, it smells terrible in this tower. So this is going to be a constant issue of how do you deal with this. Now, just to make this manageable, I'm going to make it that you only have to actively roll when you're in the aura of a Zolgath. But right now, the Zolgaths are actually in the hallway, so you're still all around the Zolgaths. So can I, since I made my saves, get them and take them outside and, and huck them over the side? Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's daring destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Definitely. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah you can do that. Everyone, uh, back out. I'm pulling out some stinky dead. But okay. you're going to be covered in the stink. I already am. I've been punching them with my hands. That's true. Now, Fair basically, enough. it's every minute. It takes a minute for you to basically have to make another save. So you're only immune for a minute, and that's it. Well, it took me way less than a minute to throw things over the side. Okay. Do you? So, I pre so that means I presume you don't want to search them or anything. Yeah, well, well, we can search them really quick. <laughs> what I do is Darius I shake, and I, we can go quickly. them out. Uh, at the top of the stairs, and then throw over their bodies. <laughs> go through their Got pockets it. and look for loose change. Got it. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay, so... Otteron will help as uh, the bodies get brought up. Okay. Hap will help with none of this. This is awful. You know, as we throw them over the side, you could treat it like skeet and see if you could hit the bodies with your fire. That's yep, true. Could. It could be Zolgath skeet shooting. That feels a little grotesque and morbid, don't you think? To be, like, defiling the dead? Yeah, that's odd. I was never comfortable with killing these these reptilian people anyway. Rob P's face right now is so classic. I wish you folks at home could see him. No, no, no. You can Rob, you're not allowed to have classic faces. That's for Rob Classic. You have to have cherry faces for Cherry Rob. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's good. That's good. He's horrified. It's fantastic. Okay, I, I can't even tell what the morality of this group is anymore, to be honest, because it goes... That was out of from... character. That was a joke. No, no, I'm being serious. I'm actually being serious. I can't tell if people are happy they're adventurers and doing the good work or horrified they're adventurers. I mean, these Zolgaths, you know, aren't necessarily good guys, no, they're they, terrible. They're demon worshippers. They're invading our yeah. lands from from the underground places. But nobody they, ever gave them a chance to yes, be better than that's this. wrong. Well, Atron at least tried to give one a chance last time. He gave one mm -hmm. a chance, but like there are societal issues here. You know, these people don't deserve death. They deserve reform. They deserve change. Hap's and look, gonna Sarah go into and politics. I, here's the morality of it. Hap is horrified that she's an adventurer, but happy that she's at least able to do the good work. 
Ahara is happy that she's an adventure and frustrated uh, that like situations like this exist. It's like it's one thing if it's zombies or ghouls or some you know unredeemable horrible evil threat, and it's just frustrating. That's like why are they invading us? Why are they doing this? But like she said before, no one else in the area is an adventurer. No one else is stepping up to do it. So we become the de facto adventurers. Otherwise, we just let them run amok. Darius believes the same thing. He's got the skills to protect people and do the right thing when he can. Now, that doesn't mean that she's, like, gonna want to all-out murder and kill every single one of them. It's just like, hey, if they want to pack up and leave and go back home, fantastic. That would be better. They can leave. We, they can live. We already know who wants to murder and kill everyone. Otteron feels lo- like they look aren't necessarily an adventurer. This is more... You know what they've got to do, especially when they have special abilities that can help the common person. And they also believe sometimes you have to do terrible or even violent things in the name of helping, especially with uh, some sad circumstances like, say, a priest that's completely corrupted by demons, and then her rather innocent friends start talking about, you know, what to do with them. So you step in and handle it. But then it still upsets people, and then maybe causes some friction in your relationships. All right, trying that's to develop long because enough. you have a lot of problems in your childhood. This isn't a therapy session. You you all live in a violent, violent world. You all know that at any point in time, things can go from zero to a hundred in a heartbeat. So yeah, they have many times. <laughs> like that's called a critical hit, folks. Maybe two or three in a row. That's called Tuesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, and Saturday. Okay. You go through them and they have many gruesome trophies. You have like fingers and bones and ears and feet and just lots of parts of animals. Do you want to figure out or look to see if any of them are special or just huck them all over? Ataran would... I uh, don't want to know if a foot is magic. A severed foot. Ataran, being kind of comfortable with this kind of thing, considering their practices, would yes, lay them do. out and kind you of do it. look it over any for strange symbols or if any creature like jumps out at them, um, they might take note and they would also say, Hap, can you check for magic as usual, please. Oh, i that's innate now. Alhara, I kind of like, y'all asked me, me to do it so up. many times, it's like a switch flipped in my head. Now I'm just always detecting magic. Okay, well in that case, if you're always detecting magic, then the gruesome trophies are emanating magic. Oh, um, that, that gory stuff on that one's belt, you should probably hold on to that. Mm, these three fingers and the set of teeth? Yeah, you well, you're not keep, sure. You it's all it's this huge pile of gory trophies. Like because remember, you don't know exactly which one it is. Now, I can't say that like we need that entire pile, but I mean there's something in there that's at least interesting. Mm, uh, can we separate it out and you can figure it out? Uh, by we, I hope you mean you, because I'm not touching that nasty stuff. Well, I can move it. Yes. Well, I can figure you guys can do that while maybe Darius Elhara heal up a little because it looks oh, that's like good. Wounded. That's what we'll do. If I'll make some rolls. Use your time. And by the way, while Elhara and Darius go into that large room, let me explain what you see. That is where they were 
hunkering down. So this room is about 25 feet wide and 40 feet tall. It has a large bonfire in the southwest corner that is currently burning. There's two messily butchered cattle that are heaped near the fire. You also see three very large and heavy stones that are stacked and about four feet tall in the southern opening. There's a southern opening that is 10 feet wide, and you see three stacks of these very large stones. To the north, you see, well, another room. It looks like it is another large corridor. And from what you can tell, just from standing here, you can see in that room there's lots of hay, and there's a couple of torches, and there are more of those stone stacks as well. But that's Describe. like that's like really far away. That that like the stone stacks in the room north of you is like what is that? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 feet plus away. That's pretty far away. Yeah, so these stone stacks, are they like flat stones, like flagstones they pulled off the floor? Or are they like piles of rocks like a, was it like a menhir or something? It looks like they're stacks of heavy stone that were purposely put. They look fairly fresh. And it, to the south of you, again, there's three very large stacks. A medium creature could slip between them pretty easily. I mean, it would just be difficult terrain. Mm. If you were large or something, you'd have to jump over it or, like, you know, leap over it. But for someone like yourselves, you can just, you know, it's like a turnstile, if you will. It's like you just have to kind of edge your way through them. Okay. And in this room, there's also two torches on the walls as well. And both of these are fresh. Obviously, mm. the campfire is fresh and the torches are fresh. Interesting. All right, so which direction do y'all want to head, north or south? Well, first, you guys want to heal up and take magic. Yes, let me heal us up. Um, Full hit points. Let me heal you up, Alharo. And just for clarification, I do actually have to cast the spell, but it's innate to her, so it's just like a a thing. Oh, yeah. Are you wow. ready? Did you uh-huh. make it? Oh my god, you rolled an 18. Oh, witchcraft. I rolled a 29 total, which is a critical success. Bibbidi, 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 magic and medicine. Nope, just medicine. That's going to be 4d8. We'll I'll see. I'll roll it. Here comes the fours. Here comes the four fours. Here we go. Come on, four fours. Probably. Here we go. Come on. I'm jinxing you. All twos. I'm putting it through all the interwebs. All twos would be okay. Come on, interwebs. Oh, Oh, pretty close. For all you haters. That's pretty average. That's pretty average. I feel like you always roll two ones at least. At least. I do. So 16 hit points, and I only needed seven. Fantastic. I will also heal myself. Hap goes up there, and she finds one of the beaks. That's right. Yeah. is actually magical magic beak uh how big is the beak like what kind of bird is it it's a long hollow proboscis that's not a beak proboscis is not a beak yet it's called a beak which is ironic that is the name of the item so is it a beak or is it a proboscis it's a proboscis but the but the item is called a beak so okay i plead the fifth and it's dripping blood 
as you pick it up, dripping a trickle of blood. Hat doesn't notice that it's trickling blood, and she picks it up and holds it to her mouth and starts chasing like Darius. Darius, I'm going to suck your blood. Um, there's blood on it. Are you sure you want to put what? it on your mouth? Oh, ew. Oh. Not only that, you actually recognize this right away, Hap, after you pull it out of your mouth. That is the proboscis from a blood seeker. Dun, dun, dun. AKA a sturge. Ooh, you just put that in your mouth. Uh, I'm going to press the digitation. My mouth clean. Dirges. Forever unclean. Why is this thing magic? None of this makes any sense. Well, That's you in could, character. You could identify magic. Take you 10 minutes if you want to do it now. I mean, do we have time? We're healing up anyway, right? Yeah, all right. We'll yeah, do we it. did like 20 minutes of healing up. Let's do it. That's correct. So you can do it. Here we go. Here comes the GM skill. Meanwhile, Acheron sits down with Chilagosh and goes through the rest of the items, um, talking with Chilagosh if any of them are worth saving, and I will regain my focus. What if this was like a really cool wand of vampiric touch or something? That would be so flavorful. You go through your memory bank. That you licked. You look at it, and you remember, this is a blood seeker beak. Hence the name beak. You can affix this to a weapon. It is a talisman. When you activate the beak, you deal an extra 1d4 precision damage to your damage roll. And if you deal sneak attack damage, you also deal 1d4 persistent bleed damage. Mm. And the trigger is you hit a flat-footed creature with the affixed weapon. Is a consumable magical necromancy talisman. It's worth 20 gold pieces. It's level four. Wait, okay, so it's a consumable. So you use it once, it's gone forever, right? Correct. And it does 1d4 damage. Correct. There's no way we're not selling this. That's That's the biggest waste of 20 gold I've ever heard of in my life. Well, we'd sell it for 10. That's still 10 gold? That's insane. Oh, here's a D4. Oh, no, I rolled a one. I hope it was worth it for 10 gold. No, we're selling this immediately. Rob Cherry, put this in the sell tab. No. Is is that what Hap says? That's what Hap says. Hap's wrong. No, an extra D4 on top of everything else is actually kind of nice. When you've got someone... Especially because it's against a, a flat-footed target already, you have a better chance of critting if they're like, let's say, afraid, um, or you have some other bonus. Like it's like guidance. Like this is the time to use it because you want to crit and double that. Like it's, it's yeah. The if time we were to make a rogue, this guys, extra damage too is good damage. for a mini boss or a boss. Well, that's only if you deal sneak attack, which only rogues have. So it's not if you deal precision damage; it's sneak attack damage. Yeah. I mean, if we had a rogue, I wouldn't say this, but without having a rogue, we're only getting half of the value. I don't think we sell it. I would rather do a little extra damage against a boss in a timely moment of need. Well, then you then know it's what? On we're tying this to you. your foot, so when you kick people, you can use it. Up to you guys. Whoever wants it. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So I think in order to fix it, it takes 10 minutes as well. So... It was 10 minutes to identify, it? another 10 minutes to fix it to you. No problem. Is anyone, so Alhara's taking it? Yeah, we're going to give yes. it to Alhara. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be neat. She can definitely put it like uh, on the top of one of her boots or something so she can activate it at the right time. Okay. All right, you spend, we'll say 
20-ish minutes doing all of that. Oh, did you huck the dinosaur off the uh, ledge too? Probably, all the bodies. Can you give us a reason not to? Mm, I don't know. Okay. In case you wanted to eat later, I don't know. Oh yeah, we could eat that thing. That's probably good eating, and it's not stinky either. Nope. See? Just wanted a good reason. That's a good one. That was a good one. Okay. You have attached the beak to your foot. Now you look like some weird... I don't know what you look like. You got a proboscis sticking out of your foot that's bleeding blood. It's a wacky scene there. And you're in you a... leave footprints st- everywhere. ...stinky room with two huge carcasses butchered near a campfire. Everything stinks to high heaven in this place. You have a corridor to the north with hay bales, some more of those stone stacks, and some very inviting torches. Or you have the dark corridor to the south that looks evil and oh so ominous. (laughs) What are you going to do? Can we not go south first? That feels evil and ominous. Just a reminder that there is light on Alhara's staff and Atron is holding the ever-burning torch. Fantastic. I think because it is evil and ominous feeling to the south that we should go south. Uh, My vote would be to our south. South it is. Um, Okay. So we've got a light on Alhara. Is that it? And Atron. And Atron. Okay, Darius, do you do you want some light too? I think, sure, if you have it. Okay, sure. Uh, let's see, where do you want some light? Um, put it on my pendant that I wear around my neck. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take my finger and I'm gonna do the motion like I'm flicking a lighter in the real world, and until I get like a flame on my hand, and I'm gonna light your pendant. And then your pendant is on fire, but it, it just produces light. It, I'm making you an ever-burning torch for a minute. Is that where you mm. say flame on? Mm. And, and then I go, flame on. No, I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. flame o good sir. flame o Good day, Hotman. While we move to the south, Alhara is going to use the scout exploration action. Scouting ahead behind the group to watch for danger, moving at half speed. Uh, so that at the start of the next encounter, we can all get a plus one circumstance bonus to initiative. What else does it do? That's it. That's what it does. So it just gives you a plus one to your initiative. It doesn't like do anything special with your um, seeking or perception or anything. Right. And that if I wanted to do that, it would be search, where I'm like looking around really carefully. I figure I'm looking around carefully for danger, uh, versus uh, hidden doors and things like that. Got I'm it. looking for... Oh, I'll use the detect magic exploration action because my magic is always on. Wow. Can you do that? Yeah, it's right here. I had to look it up because I was like, well, what could I do in exploration mode? Yeah, it's the third wow. thing down here. Detect magic. What Darius going to do? Are you going to do something cool too? Nope. Just, <laughs> he's just look he's around. Just look cool. He's just going to be cool. Look around and flex. Okay. Well, you could do the search action. Yeah, the search action. It's fine. Wow, what's that do? Uh, you search meticulously for hidden doors, concealed hazards, and so on. It's like basically the other version of Scout. So with this one, uh, you can take an educated guess about which ones, uh, which locations are best to check, moving at half speed. But if you want to be thorough, then you can travel super slow. So this is kind of the like looking for secret doors, looking for hidden creatures, looking for stuff like that. Mm. Okay. 
sort of searching rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. I think Alteron will investigate, trying to think of different things from history or religious significance to Aridin as they move along, trying to pick out clues of what they're about to see in a room or any of the room significance. You guys are all making me so proud. I'm just going to We're learning. <laughs> you're, you're actually using actions. It only took half a year. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I mean, we didn't do it in Plaguestone either, so this took longer than half a year. Well, consider we it. <laughs> well, let me th- actually no, because we started Plaguestone before Gen Con started last year. So 13 months. It took you 13 <laughs> months for you to finally start doing this. I'm well, crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I think a lot of it is that, like, different groups play differently. And a lot of the times, I think, Stephen, with groups that, like you and I would have played with, it's like, okay, you're moving into the next room. What are you doing? Oh, I'm peering over here. I'm doing this. And it's like more of a spe- specificity in exactly what we're doing. A lot of groups, it's like, oh, well, why we continue? I'm going to make sure I have my weapons out and my shield up and I'm ready for a fight. And it's like, oh, okay. So they just codified that style of play. So for folks like you and me who aren't used to that, like, you know, I'm going to search all the things uh, as we move along. It's like, uh, it, it, I don't know, it's it's a little more general and, and probably not what we're used to, because I know that for Plague Stone, it seemed like we were playing much in the first edition method of, of doing very specific actions, rather than this general exploration mode action. True. It says here, these are the most common exploration activities. So really, I mean, we could make one up and just run it by you. Yeah. yeah. If Hap wants to walk around on her hands constantly and just be silly. Wait, is that an option? Yeah, sure. You guys are acrobats. <laughs> I'll you... do that next time. Right now, actually, Alhara can do that. Alhara can do that. She's an acrobat. I'm, I'm going to walk yeah. around using the "Is it flammable?" exploration <laughs> action. Does this burn? Does this does, burn? Does this blend? Hey, can you stay in your lane, Atron? Ooh, I was gonna say I'm actually from the John Stats school of playing, where he says, "I kick open the door. What happens?" That is pretty much how they play. And after two and a half years of that for Starfinder, I got a little into, they go into a room, they kick open the door, they search the room, go to the next room, repeat endlessly. That's all they do. And if a trap goes off, too bad. Anyhow. So yes, there's a very large room to the south. What do you do? Do you step carefully between those stones? We did the things we just said. I'm stepping okay. up we'll to start these stones. I start moving. I got to see you start moving. I don't see. I see you standing in front. Oh, Darius. Oh, har. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're in a room. Oh, you're in a big room. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Well, oh, someone did say search. So traps. That includes traps. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Okay. Oh, look so at that. So essentially, okay. Darius and Alhara are going first. Alhara is looking for dangers, like creatures and things, and really obvious threats. And Darius is looking for more hidden threats. Hidden okay. threats. So... You walk boldly into a very familiar looking room. This looks like the room you just came from, except much larger. It is approximately, what is it, about 40 by 30. There is another exit to the east. Now to the south, you notice something very odd. It looks like the wall has collapsed and it's leading into a large natural cavern in addition you notice that everything around you is meticulously clean spotless even 
Um, Ooh, there's also no stink. The further you go away from the northern part, you're noticing that the horrific smell. I mean, there's still a little bit of a pungent, pungent odor, but it smells way better in this part of the uh, tower. It is so clean in here. It might be that mm, ooze I mentioned, the gelatinous creature that moves along cleaning things. We should be especially careful if it is moving nearby. Oh, the jelly sphere, whatever it was? Yes. Oh, yeah, we Ooh. heard about one is of those. Grape? Perhaps strawberry? Maybe we should spread out? Spread the jelly? Oh, okay. I have an idea. Uh, hmm. It could be very hard to see, so be careful. Alhara is... Now I am going to do a specific thing. Alhara is going to uh, enhance her scouting exploration action uh, by going, jumping over the bricks to go back to the fire, grabbing like, or scooping out like a handful of old ash or dirt or dust or something like that. I was that. just thinking about this too. And then jump back. And I want to start sprinkling it around the room, uh, starting with the corridors and down here. Oh, you're sprinkling it. But what if you like, like hucked it? You know, I don't want you to accidentally step into the thing while you're sprinkling. Yeah, well, okay. But, like, I mean, I guess I can huck it down a corridor. But I was also thinking about putting it on the ground, because theoretically when it, it moves over this thing, we'd see it pick up those pieces of ash. Yeah, I just don't want to watch it move over you and pick up you. Well, while you're doing that, something uh, something starts to happen. As you're sprinkling ash all around the floor, yeah, making it oh so dirty, dirty girl. It yep. starts to get um a little strange in this room. You feel like there's a mist appearing, like everywhere, all around you. Hap, Atron, Darius, Alhara, and the hallway starts to get difficult to see down. And it's even a little difficult for Alhara to see Hap. Uh-oh, I'm going to get... That means it's mm -hmm. hard for Hap to see Alhara, too, right? Correct. I'm going to get closer to Alhara. Because the room's filling with mist. Oh, weird. Alhara, I don't like this. some sort of magical mist coming into the room? Yeah, it looks like the whole tower, at least this area, is filling with a fog. And it's getting thicker and thicker. Is it a magical fog? We should perhaps step back out of the room and see if this dissipates. Yes? That's not a terrible idea. Everyone out. I'll, I'll, I'll jump out last. Okay. It's actually in this room, too. You will go back to that first room. It's everywhere. It's a fog. The fire it, doesn't burn it off or keep no, it at bay? No. 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 It seems to be oh. limiting your vision to 30 feet in That's all weird. directions. So, and you have a minus four penalty to your vision-based perception checks. Wow. And the whole area, it just mysteriously appeared, and now there's just fog everywhere. Hmm. Could this be some sort of protection, maybe, that the tower has? Maybe. It did start after we crossed that threshold. It's, it's possible that those creatures set up the rocks in order to remind themselves not to go too far south and set off this this defense i figured it was for that uh jelly sphere thing that you talked about whatever it was mm, it stink yes. it stinks but it's not otherwise hurting jelly sphere gooey box mm. gelatinous cube gelatinous cube that was the one no yes. that's not it it was definitely gooey box it's i remember gooey box either gooey box or jelly sphere <laughs> it was a soul pyramid 
Mm. Anyhow, hmm. it right, doesn't well... seem to be affecting you, and it feels natural. I mean, it looks and smells and tastes like fog. It's just everywhere, but now no one can see more than 30 feet away. So it's non-magic? You can't tell if it's magic or not. I mean, if... Detect Magic would tell me. Uh, you're detecting magic. Action. It doesn't detect and give off any magic. It's fog. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I was going to go back and check on her, her dust bits. Probably jump over, grab another handful of soot, and come back and just make sure. It's still there. Can I recall hearing or thinking or thinking? Recall hearing or seeing, um, reading anything about this kind of effect related to this tower or... Aridin's Towers? And... No idea whatsoever. Okay. Maybe um, in time, but as of now, you're like, it seems pretty harmless, but that's that's it. Mm. All right. So Aridin will... Whoa. Atron will try to stick with the group. And, hey, uh, I have an idea. Move forward. Atron, come here. Yes? Uh, What do you want? I want you to use your... Your telekinetic mind thingy. How's how's this rock? Is this fine? Can you use it on this rock? Yes. Darius, I'm sorry. I'm going to reach up to your pendant, and I'm just going to pull the fire off of it that's light, and I'm going to put that light spell on, okay. on the rock. Hey, you use your movie thing and move this rock all around the room. If the gelatinous cube is in, in here, we'll see the light interact with it, or maybe the rock will hit it. Mm. It doesn't really work that way. It's not magic hands. It's... um. It's a projectile, literally. Mage so, hand would work, though. Yeah, but yes. can't you, like, fling it all over the place? You can fling it all over that's the place. That's what I mean. You can just yeah, fling it around. Fine. That's fine. Atheron frowns. I can only fling it telekinetically, like it is uh, striking a creature or maybe just a specific okay, area. Okay, do you see that brick over there? Imagine a face on it and fling it at that brick. I can't see that far, but I will try to throw in that direction. Arula Vodic and Ataran like gestures, trying to uh, send off the light rock that to the, made to the alcove to the south, or wherever down the hallway. Hat, wherever it was, hat pointed. Oh, I pointed over here. Uh, over here, over, over to the here, hallway. Here. Yeah, over it makes here really good podcasts. Ha- yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I clarified. I clarified. Down the corridor. Down the corridor, then. All right, that's fine. Just fling east. it all over the place. Just fling it all over the you place. You fling it down to the corridor to the east. You see it get disappear into the fog, and you just hear it clank down the mm, hallway. I can no longer see it. You will have to... Oh, crap. I'm going to look around for another rock. Else. There are no rocks. Of... It's super clean around here. Remember I said to you, immaculately clean. All right, Vanessa. Or, <laughs> all you right, just I... took, what did you just take? You just took his pendant off and threw it down the hallway? Good no, job. not the pendant. It was a rock. She she removed the magic from the pendant. It was one of the uh, charcoal rocks that all all her head. Okay, fine. It's not. It's very clean here. Now to the south, you see a very large cavern, and there's like broken edges with rocks and stuff. So that won't be a problem. Yeah, this. Yeah, I don't like the way you encouraged us to go there. Yeah, but I want to go. Nobody goes there. No, I'm definitely going there. Uh, That was actually one of the things I wanted to check. So there's this hallway. We've got some stuff set up so that hopefully we'll notice if uh if that creature comes uh but meanwhile we can can take a look to the south here okay what's down the pit it's actually quite cool there is a extremely large cavern that goes approximately 30 feet to the south and then bends to the east as far as you can see 
It is a good 40 feet down, and it stinks quite horribly, although it's a different stink than the northern stink. This place just stinks, that's all I'm telling you. Mm. southeastern stink is different than the northern stink. That's right. Now, as Darius and Ahara go to the edge, they notice something very curious. That right up to the edge, it looks like it's super clean, and then there's almost a line of where there is dirt and guano and other unmentionably disgusting things, as Hmm. if a vacuum cleaner got to a certain magical point and then stopped. And as you look down and see that, Alhara and Darius give me reflex saves. Uh Uh-oh. Basically figured this was coming. I'm so cool. I just know everything. Yeah, we were Um, all all prepared for this. All I want to say is... We are twinsies with our we are. We both rolled 28, but Darius got a nat 20. I did. As, as you get to the edge and you notice that strange line, five feet of the edge collapses into the corridor, the large cavern, and you both jump back as that just dissipated, gone, completely evaporated it looks like that was literally nothing more than a ledge of guano and there was no there's nothing underneath it so yes where you're standing now is now quote the edge and you're now in the actual room itself there you go you can actually move that up oh um we should be careful perhaps this is where the zogas came up uh you don't know i mean it looks like this room is pretty big it looks like it's a natural cavern, and it's about 40 feet down. Yeah, that was just my comment in character. Now, it's hard to tell because there is fog in this room, too. So And it's hmm. pitch black, so it's hard to know exactly what's going on in here. How far down was it? 40 feet? Approximately, you think. So, so back we don't down to the, the ground, essentially. Because it was yes. 40 feet up, so this is back down to like surface level. You are correct. I think we should uh, proceed down the hallway. I don't know that we want to mm. explore where they came from right now. Yeah, this might be what, definitely where they came from. Hmm. I think so. Is anyone good at setting up, I don't know, a noisemaker or something so that if they climb up here again that we'll know that they're coming? I think the bigger concern is the vacuum cleaner in here. All right, so who has a bunch of tin cans and some fishing line? Let me check my gear. Just look in my tackle box. Uh, all of my gear is not noisy. No, I, have, I, have, I have a mug. I have caltrops, but that is about it. Um, I think... Is one of the exploration activities would Scout just cover? Maybe I don't need to. I was considering using Seek to watch for creatures that are hard to see. Yeah. But from an exploration point of view, maybe the Scout and Search that you're both doing covers that. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. This is a 10-feet hallway. Hap and Otron will stand next to each other, and we'll both use the repeat a spell exploration action. And what we'll do is we'll just continuously throw cantrips in front of us that we can see until they hit something. That Otron does not want on. to do that. What do you want to do? There's actually a limit. You, can only, you can't do For 10 that. 10 minutes. 
10 minutes. Right. You can do it for 10 minutes, but then yep. you can't do it for like another hour or something, right? Yeah. Or there's another 10 minutes. Uh, let's see. So it just says... Would Scout and Search take... cover that? Yeah, I think so. Because Noticing like, invisible or hard to see creatures. Yeah, so if something is, is hidden or hard to see and starts combat, like, I don't know, a gelatinous cube, it's probably going to roll stealth for initiative. It's probably got a pretty good bonus, and we're probably going to be rolling perception. So that plus one from Scout will basically cover that. In yeah. terms of search... Like, Minus four from the fog, though. I know, uh, which is why I'm. I mean, I'm trying to enhance it with other more obvious means than ooh the air shimmers. Um, but I, I like your idea, Hap. But it doesn't need to be magic. That seems exhausting. If we can just grab a handful of rocks, or but we're you running know, out of rocks. This place is super clean. Well, this room is. That corridor to the south has got a ton of rocks. In what that about place. rope? We just throw rope out in front of us and pull okay. it back and step up. Yeah, I have cheap. ten pieces of chalk. We could also collect sure. some things from outside. It would be very easy to step out now. Let's just and use the rope. Collect some things. Yeah, that's fine. We got rope. We got chalk. We got debris. Let's just hug that. Random, random feet. Those things had yeah. feet. My kingdom for a ten foot pole. Seriously. I mean, I have a 10-foot pole, but I kind of use it to fight. So, yeah, let's just, like, huck things down this corridor as we advance, and then uh, and then hopefully we'll see it. The Zolgas had what weapons? Spears and... They had, um, yeah, spears. I can break them up. You can have javelins. a bunch of gingerwood javelins, actually. Otteron would say you could take a javelin from one of the Zolgas. Just that hold it out in front of you, arms extended. Poke ahead hey. or even throw ahead if you need to. Yeah, just like toss 20 feet ahead, move forward, toss Go 20 feet ahead. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. There Let's are many outside now. Okay. I will tell you what, Ahara, you're in charge of finding the jelly sphere. So whatever you want to do, we'll do. All right, so she's going to go grab a handful of javelins, however many a handful is, and a four? It's a bouquet of javelins. A bouquet of javelins. And then she's going to toss one, uh, essentially toss one down the hallway move forward a bit, toss the next one, and then when she reaches a javelin that she has previously tossed, she will pick it up and continue the cycle over, and I don't care if they get damaged. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to stay with you about 20 feet behind. Atron will continue their uh, investigate action as they go. I mean, you can only see 30 feet. Hey, so let's drag a rope behind yeah. us, so if it sneaks up on us, we'll know. All right, you're in charge of that. All right, Darius, give me a rope. I guess that's in any adventuring pack. I'll drag a rope. Drag your rope. I need my rope to climb. I don't want it to be eaten by jelly. All right. Looks like as we came to uh, toward the east, it looks like it branches off to the south. Yeah, you've been walking down the east corridor. It branches off to the south, and you see more of that cavern. Hmm. Toss it. A, a corridor to the northeast of you. Toss one in my bouquet of javelins down in that direction just to see. You throw it down. And you hear it clanking in the cavern, and then you hear it hit something metallic. Hmm. Hmm. Shall we go check it out? Hmm. Well, if we're going to climb down 40 feet. Well, let's just go peer. Let's just go look. Let's go peer. Uh, knowing that the edges are very rough. Oh, I'm going to grab Darius before he goes too close to the edge. Remember, brother, what happened last time? I know. I, I, I can step backwards. I'm good at that. Uh, okay. And then we'll peer down into the cavern from a little ways back. 
Why don't you use your bow staff and knock all the guano down? I was getting to that. So yeah, we can. I can also use my uh, my bow staff to check the ground to test it before stepping. I'm gonna keep careful watch behind us. Very careful watch. You knock down the guano. This actually is the hallway, unlike the other portion, and the guano just kind of crumbles off but the actual corridor itself is solid so you can get right up to the edge you don't have to worry about it collapsing only that portion was yeah i'll still very carefully sort of move up to the edge but let's just see can i see what metallic thing that that hit you give me perception rob let's stick back five feet and just keep an eye on these hallways yeah don't forget to throw some garbage uh at the places we haven't been i've got this rope behind me i'll just keep you know wiggling it until it don't want to wiggle all right fine it's funny, considering one of the things Atron was hoping to buy would have given them uh, the Mage Hand ability all the time. Oh, That's funny. funny. Alright, 17 perception. Not a great perception. It's not terrible. You you see what you think with your light, and since this is so pitch black, you see something gleaming waft to the south on the floor. You think... It's a skeleton in full plate armor. Interesting. Is the fog as heavy here as it was? Yeah, it's as heavy, but because of the large room and just the nature of the room. It's more it's visibility little, in the It's in a the little bit thing. easier to see because you're not in these tight corridors, so it's a little bit easier. Okay, well, let's see. So after we had climbed up here and fought those Zolgaths in that first room, O'Hara had gathered her... Um, her rope and grappling hook back up again. Um, actually, we did that before we even fought them because after we got everyone up, uh, she wants to see if she can find a place here to to attach it carefully um, so she can go down and investigate. Because I don't, from where, at least what I can see on the map, it doesn't appear that this cavern goes anywhere. It just looks like it's it's sunken and it's down into the earth, but I don't see any other tunnels, right? Correct. Yeah. From up here, it looks like it's just... A natural cavern perhaps it was a collapsed chamber it obviously is still part of the pyramid so it's not like you're outside and you also went, walked around the pyramid and saw it was intact so most likely this was something you know that has either decayed over time or collapsed or you're not exactly sure but this is still inside the pyramid yeah okay all right, well, let's let's just go check it out really quick. Good thing's wearing armor. Armor's kind of expensive, and Hap's mm-hmm. always going I on agree. about how valuable everything is. Yes, I'll, I mean, I'll, uh, Hap wants to sell things. We should get her something very good to sell, like armor from a skeleton. Wait, it's did you noticeable. say there's something good to sell? It's noticeable mm-hmm. that it's guano, like back guano. Oh, yeah, the cavern is filled with guano. Yeah, watch out for lots of bats. They right. could also have infections. Should they bite you, um, especially if there's a large mass of them? Ooh. We will not necessarily be able to get you back up here quickly. I have one of those antidotes left. Should I should I consume that antidote? Mm, is antidote for disease in 2E? I'm trying to remember. Yes. I think anti-plague is a different thing, even in 2E. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. I think anti-plague is, you're right, anti-plague is its own thing. But this is just crawling toxins. around guano could still give you diseases. Just, I know, but I don't have a single disease. That's okay. Let's just go take a look. Just be careful, please. 
Alhara will be careful. She is going to... I will follow you down. Oh, fantastic. Hap and Atron cannot see them. They disappeared because the fog limits their sight to 30 feet, so they're gone. Bye-bye. Yep. They're all by themselves. Oh, Atron has light, right? Yep. Okay, I'll, I won't do anything else with light. Alright, let's investigate. Okay, both of you quickly descend, and as you descend and start stepping, large poofs of guano fungus fill the air. Alhara and Darius, give me fortitude saves. What the heck is guano fungus? Mushrooms growing in the poop. Poop mushrooms. They are the tritomers. It makes a lot of sense. That's way worse than what I thought. (laughs) Poop shrooms for the layman. Alhara for a 20. Darius with a 24. It's a fragrant bouquet to them. They've smelled much worse in the circus. And especially Darius. Darius is like, oh, this is... uh, this is nothing. He he's so used to it. The things he eats, this is almost like almost like a mushroom bouquet that he could eat as a snack if he really wanted to. This is gross. Bardoff makes worse farts. Wow. Okay. So you're okay. You don't think you're gonna be diseased. It definitely is kinda gross as the fungus is like spores are like popping into your eyes and so forth. And yeah, there's a skeleton there. Wow, who drew that skeleton? I love that drawing. He looks so happy. The skeleton. I drew it. I drew it. It's accurate. It's giving the bird as it it died, it gave the finger. You're right. You can now see it much more clearly. It is a armored human skeleton. It is covered in guano. The full plate is filthy but seems serviceable there's also a nearby falchion but it is shattered beyond belief but the few areas here and there you notice the armor is quite shiny almost as if it was magical in nature okay maybe it's worth the guano fungus what's going on down there you all okay Yes, we found some magical plate armor amongst poopy dust. Mm. A poop plate. Gross. It is effectively poop plate. So See if you can find a poop also, dagger. It's also shiny. No, just, that's weird. Be wary of any paralytics. Should you get paralyzed and we cannot then hear screams, oh we will gosh. not know if you are in trouble if or I, dying. If I get paralyzed, I uh, will let you know somehow. Alhara gives Darius a look. I... I... I think that they always go on about these horrendous things that can happen. Don't they know that most of the time we'll probably be just fine? I mean, they just want us to be safe. That's true. I suppose I should see it as something sweet and not It's very sweet. That's as sweet parental. as Atron gets, except it is sweetness. Now let's get this skeleton naked. Uh, ew. And yes. Ew, but the truth. All right. So we show st- me them bones. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we stripped the plate armor. Up, yeah. How much can we hear them? Oh my god, they're making a ton of noise, especially because it's in a large. Since I've been shouting at you, driving it, screaming. Yeah, you're making a ton of noise, and you're in this large, echoey cavern, and now you're trying to literally pull guano off of full plate and get this thing like out of a crevice that is almost welded to the poop on the. It's just poop everywhere. It seems to be a running theme with you. 
With uh, us or with you, Stephen? Well, it's a Stephen thing. Touche. I didn't write this. I didn't mm-hmm. write this. I think it's a running thing with Paizo, actually, if you want to be truthful. As you briefly pause and start taking off the armor, Atron just says, we can hear you, you know. All right. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. What do you want to hear first? Definitely the bad the news. Good news. The good news. Bad. Good. The good news is the f- mysterious fog is disappearing as quickly as it appeared. That's good. Uh, I think that means that the gelatinous cube is near. The bad news is you're making so much oh, noise no. that the uh, vampire vat swarms are, are really oh, hungry or that. and going to eat you. Fantastic. So as I'm going, okay, and now we're pulling off the part where the skeleton used to have a butt, and oh my god, it's bat swarms. Basically. Roll for combat! I knew it. I knew it. Gosh darn it. It's worth it. This is going to be like 100 gold. Worth it. It's actually worth way more than that. This thing is worth yeah fortune. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Darius, he quickly looks up and sees bats everywhere and he's like oh no bats they're flying they're swarming they're way too far away from me what do i do how how far away are they they're like starting to swoop down and you see them coming down at you so i'd say like 30 feet so that's right yeah they're like they started from the ceiling and then they started to swoop down and you hear it and, I mean, you heard bats in there, but now they're just, like, going crazy because you've disturbed their chamber, and they're swooping down to attack you. Yep. So what are you going to do okay. about a ranged attack? This will be interesting. It, they shoot at me? Hmm. We'll see. Uh, you are up first, though, Darius. I mean, I will take... Well, that's what I'm out. saying. That's what I'm talking to you. That's why I'm talking to you, Darius, because you're up first in combat. Sorry. Yeah, I'm first. I will uh, step up a little bit. And take the mountain stance. Okay. You know, technically, Flaming Sphere is an area of effect spell. It is. Yeah, get it in there. Uh, And I will do some kind of nature check. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I mean, I have untrained nature, if that's possible. Yeah, untrained nature works. Um, What did you get? You got a... Not a lot, probably. Yeah, you um, you're like, oh, they're vampire bats. They swarm. I wonder if they bite you, they turn you into a vampire. You think that? Yes, you think if they bite you, you turn into a vampire. That's what you know. The vampire bats, Alhara. If they bite you, you become one of the undead. You get a free cape, though. Yeah. Oh, capes are nice. Maybe you would like that. You're done. Um, mountain stance, moving, and terrible check. Got it. Oh, God. There's two swarms? Oh, there's two swarms. There's two swarms. I was wondering if this was worth a second level spell. I think two swarms might be. Yeah. That's correct. Hey, I, I gave forewarning. My, my, I, I've already helped. Yeah, one spell level per swarm. That seems fair. Especially since it you know keeps going and stuff. They move into your square. Yep. Then they do... Blood feast. Yep. Each enemy in the bat swarm space takes 1d4 piercing damage. Basic reflex save. Uh oh. Uh oh. Darius, you fail. Alara, you succeed. Dun, 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 dun. Good job. 
succeeded on rolling a six. I roll one point of damage. Both of you take one point of damage. However, Darius, you are not turning into a vampire, but you are bleeding. Oh, no. This doesn't feel worth a second level spell. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> I'm put a little thing on to show Darius's bleeding. Give me a little, put a little bloody blood on me. Look at that bleed. Yeah, yeah I love that bleed. Look at that little one. blood thing. So both of you nice. take your one point of damage. It looks like Darius has a great idea, and, and then, it's so good it's, it's making him it's sweat blood. Sweat blood. <laughs> and, then the, and then the second swarm does the same thing. They just fly through you, blood faced. Give me reflexes. So did the other one fly through me and then move away? Yeah, yeah. It just moved. Does they that trigger my standstill action? Ooh. If you make a move action, I get to punch you. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, it does. How are okay. you going to force a swarm of bats to stand still? That's what I want to know. You like no, throw out a net real quick? No, it's a whole swarm move to the left. Yeah. yeah I get no, you that, can but do if it. you crit, you like, <laughs> then you force them to stand still. Then they stay still over me, and the other swarm can't be its friend. and can't Be come still, in bats. I don't know how this works, but we'll, we will make it work. Let's see. Well, I That's have good news for you. Miss anyway. A critical <laughs> miss. I don't think we're going to have to worry about it. Don't worry about it, everybody. Everything's fine, bats. It's like, they're in my hair. They're in it's my, my hair. Aurora, oh, 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 save my hair. I don't think it was so much of you attacking as you flailing. Just flailing like a, like a screaming <laughs> like, baby. Oh, get it out. Get it out. They're in my hair. Alhara, oh, get my hair net. Spend an action to put oh it on. Oh, my gosh. I'm not doing that. Okay, well, now the second bat swarm does, well, the exact same thing as before. So reflex saves once again. 24, 23. 23. Guess what? You don't critically success, but you do succeed. So you only take cool. half damage. That's good. You only take one point of damage each. Fantastic. Noise. All right. And then it flies over there. Acheron. I imagine Acheron can't hear anything, but hears a lot of screeching bat, bat. and wing flapping and just some... Well, uh, the, Quick the muttering. lights are accurate on roll 20, so if you can see them, then you can see them. Oh, um, but the okay. oh, the fog was dissipating. Closer. Yeah, the the fog dissipated. I said the good news is you nice. can now see each other. It only seemed to last about 10, 20 minutes, and then it just went away. But now you see, like, Darius and O'Hara being swarmed by bats, and you're like, ah, that does not look good. All right. Uh, hmm. I think... Atron would just move forward to get better perspective. Oh, not snapping. There we go. And I mm, would try to better understand, I guess, what kind of bats they are uh, with a uh, recall knowledge. Yep. You know. You walk forward, you'll see these. You know that these are vampire bat swarms. You know that the good news is they're pretty weak. They are more of a nuisance than anything else. Well, that's good. They're very resistant to physical attacks. Uh, slashing does pretty well against them. Obviously, area damage and splash damage does really, really well. But they're really pretty harmless. They don't have any diseases. I mean, they can make you bleed a little. 
They're about seven inches. They're not a significant threat. By themselves, they're actually zero threats. As a swarm, they're a mild inconvenience. Okay. So Atron would say, mm, I do not think these bats have diseases, but there's an anticoagulant in their saliva, which will keep you bleeding. Um, Hap, we're going to need some large fire or other bursts or something. A rule of Odic, and we'll try to send a rock at one, not thinking it's going to do much damage, but... Well, slashing does good. Just we'll throw try. like a knife. Oh, yeah. My, my 10,000 knife trick. You no, actually that'd be a good trick. I think you can. I think that's actually one of the tricks of that spell. So you can tell what type of damage it is if you want. So which yeah, one did confirm. You yeah, I think I'm 99 percent sure. Mm -hmm. Which it's one? Right in the spell description, bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage. There you go. So I'll right, say so yeah. that you do bludgeoning because that's the worst one. Got it. I so, would try yeah. to do slashing, then try to find like the sharpest, like rock fragment that. Octoron could. You got it. Which one are you attacking? Swarm number one or swarm number two? One. The rock somehow barrels through the swarm and cuts them up like you're bowling for dollars, only instead you're bowling for bats. So Octoron would add, use uh, knives or so you want something that will slash them up. You do uh, eight points of damage. Uh, a large number of them go flying in all directions covering Darius with bits of gore and bat parts. Gross. Are you done? Yes, that's yes, all you are. Alhara is up. Mm. Well, since that one's already injured, let's go for it. Uh, the first action Alhara is going to take is a tumble through action, uh, trying to tumble They're through. They're up in the air. What? They're oh, up they in the air. they flew down and then back up? Yes, they did. Oh, I missed the flying back up. I just saw them over next to me. Well, that's no good. All right. I still don't want to stand right next to Darius. No, it's okay. Alhara's going to use one action to uh, sort of move away a bit closer to the cave entrance up to the north, uh, where she can get a really good sort of bead on these bats. Her second action is to pull out a bottle of alchemist fire, and the third action is to throw it at the bat. Which one? Uh, the injured bat swarm. And how far away are they? 20 feet up. Okay, so mine just like minus, minus two? Minus two, yep. It's minus two still? That's so penalty. Yeah, but you're level four. So like if you were second level, it's just like that. You're just like throwing a second level. All right. 21 to hit. Even with a minus two, you see you're fine. Awesome. And... Mm, seven. Yeah, these uh, these bats are no more. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it, you 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 chuck it right in the middle, and it's an explosion of bat parts. Now Darius is covered in bat ash. Darius, why are you standing right next to the swarm that everyone's attacking? You're just getting covered too, and it's like raining down on you. It's wow, like... Darius, you're such a bad ash. Oh. oh, good night, everybody. Yeah, that's the end <laughs> of the show, there, folks. Hap's up. Hap, I think, is a little jealous because. Uh, Alhara just stole your thunder with something really, really cool dealing fire damage. That's all I'm saying. Hap is too distracted by her own fears right now to be jealous because this jelly sphere is something of a boogeyman to her and she fears it around every corner. So instead of actively engaging in this fight, what I'm going to do 
Hap's going to uh, walk over here to uh, to the wall right behind her. And I'm going to cast light on one of the bricks in the wall. Isn't that going to take the light off Darius? Uh, yes. The that light a... has been off Darius. Oh, you don't have that light anymore? I took it off a while ago. Yeah, she took it off yeah. a while ago. Oh, okay. Oh, her yeah. still has her glowing bow staff, though. Here's my thinking on this. When you put, like, a light underwater, and then, like, when it looks out of the water, it got, like, ripples and stuff in it, like, you know, it manipulates the light. So if the jelly sphere comes in front of this light brick, we'll see the light changing, and we'll know it's there. That's my plan. I just see these bats with perfect a very good plan. That's a very good plan. I like it. Yes. Are you done? Uh, so that's actually three actions for me, because I had to move up to that brick first. Can you use your reach spell? Oh, uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to use a spell. So what does that mean? It just means I do the same thing, but from five so feet away. So you're, cool. you're not attacking these bats? Is no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm covering our butt instead. I'm not worried about the bats. I'm worried about the jellies here. That's honestly like a really good plan. Yeah, no, that's not a bad plan. Not a great plan. Sure. Not a bad plan. Darius, you're bleeding. What do you do? Uh, My do plan I... was to have Hap behind Otteron. So if it comes up, then Hap will certainly inform Otteron. Do, is the other swarm too far away to strike at? It is also 20 feet up in the air. Okay. Uh, how do I stop bleeding? You do a flat check. Oh, not a medicine check? I will double check. And 90%. It's persistent damage, so it's... Oh, you can right. do that. Yeah, you, you can do that thing where you, you give yourself aid to try and stop it ahead of schedule, and that's two yeah, actions. Yeah, I wanna, I'll, yeah that's what I'll do. I'll take two actions to, you know, help myself heal it. So does that make my flat check better? Well, you do a flat check right now. And then if you get it, it heals. If you fail, you take the damage, but then your flat check goes from a 10, so goes from a 15 19. down to a 10. 19, you make it, so you're not yeah. bleeding anymore. Okay. You got one action left? One action left. Uh, I'll move. Halfway through the explanation, he's like, too many words. I roll my dice. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Done. I have moved to the north of it. Okay, well, that one's dead. Comes the second one. Da -na -na -na. Swarm, swarm. It flies through Darius and then attacks you. Give me a reflex save. 15. Will not do it. Okay. You take one point of damage and you're bleeding again. Okay. And the bats fly back up. I now do my standstill strike again. Yeah. All right. Once again, he tries to make this thing stand still. These bats are not very smart. They're flying through you. It's a standard attack. They sort of swarm you. Ugh, fly through I can't you. hit for and, anything. But you're terrible. Wow. A two, a one, and then a two for, for your melees? All I yep. know is Darius yep. does not seem to like bats flying through They his freak hair. me out so much. I, I can't punch straight. <laughs> I got you, big brother. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's magic. You didn't think it would be this easy, did you? Nope. I definitely didn't think it would be this easy. Now it gets interesting. All the fungus rises up into a giant evil bat form. What? Oh, what? no. no. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Can I get like some light back here so I can see what's going on in my in my hallway? Watcheron should be providing light, right? Oh, because you cast light on the brick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That looks like a spider there, Steve. 
After the vampire swarm flies through the air and Darius flails at it, next to Alhara, you see a spider. A very large spider. An enormous spider. A ten-foot spider that seems to shift out of nowhere. What? Almost as if it was changing from one plane of existence to another. Oh, crap. Oh, guano. I don't like this. Oh, crap, indeed. Oh, guano. That was its first action. Its second action, as it is right next to Hap. Let's... It's next to Hap? Sorry, Elhara. Let's, Jesus, don't uh... scare me like that! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have it fang you. Oh, oh boy. Thanks Ooh. for coming to my lair. You're so lucky. I rolled a four, and it's still got a 19 Jeez. for a miss. Oh, that is a miss, yes. As it tries to bite you with its fangs. It's... Wait, this thing has a plus 15? Mm-hmm. This is definitely a kill it with fire situation. Mm-hmm. And then it tries to bite you again with its fangs. Even with a minus Whoa. five, I roll a 25. Thermal hit. 13 points of damage. <laughs> you said antidote, and that's what you need right now. Give me a fortitude save as you feel poison is coursing through your veins. Oh, I rolled so bad. 13. You rolled it twice, too. I clicked it once. It went through twice. That's true. Um, whoa, almost a critical failure. Not quite, but very whoa. close. Yeah, I rolled a four, unfortunately. Hero it's not point? my best save. Uh, mm, it wasn't a critical failure. If it was, I would. Four points of damage, and you're a clumsy one. Oh, oh that could be worse. That is really bad for Alhara. Yeah, that's a dex penalty. That is a really bad penalty. Otteron is up. Otteron can't really see the spider very well. The spider is on the ground. This mm. thing, it is enormous. Yeah, and my light's showing very fast. Half of it. I get one square and then the half of two other squares. Is that enough to do a recall knowledge? Yes. Great. I would like to have Otteron think about, huh, that's an awfully large spider. Um, good thing it uses occultism. Whoa, you've rolled really, really well. This is not one you wanted to fail either. Yes! Fantastic. Yay! You look at this thing. Otteron's brain explodes and starts screaming out, This is an ether spider! Get out of there! This thing will kill you! They are incredibly strong, way stronger than you guys are. They have multiple attacks. They can attack you with fangs, webs, ethereal web traps. They have unbelievably powerful poisons. They can shift between the ethereal and the material plane almost at will. They can hit you with web traps. And also they can hit you with web bursts and totally... Oh, I don't know, make you immobilized. And they can grab you and start sucking you. It can kill you in a plethora of ways. Oh, and they're really strong and have amazing saves, tons of hit points, and a great AC. Those are powerful spiders that cross into the ethereal plane. They can phase jump to different areas, and they have powerful venom and trap you in webs and 
They are very strong. They, uh, it could still give chase to us even if we flee, but it is very dangerous. And Acheron will uh, gesture out their um, arms, and as they do so, large raven's wings will grow out from their mantle. And as Acheron brings their arms in, the feathers fly out and flutter over Alhara, um, enwrapping her as the life boost hex is used. Oh, nice. Where, where are we? I thought... That's fast healing four for four rounds? Yes. Fast healing four for four rounds. And Octoron will... Let's see. Oh, man. I can't. So that was one. I give a call knowledge of one. So Octoron will um, take cover. Alara's um Good news is this thing's right next to you. Bad news is this thing is right next to you. So yeah, make sure to gain four to right now. Yep, if you did, did it? Great. All right. Well, since this thing is right next to me, there's also this bat swarm, though it doesn't really seem nearly as nasty as we first thought it might be. I think I got to start working on this spider. Uh, the hmm. All right. So the first thing I'm going to try to do, because it is on the ground with me, right? It is on the ground with you. Correct. Fantastic. The first thing I'm going to try to do is tumble through its spot. Spiders are usually pretty quick. This might be difficult, but let's give it a shot. It's going to be very difficult. Oh my Rolled god. Roll a 28. You don't you tell need- me my business. <laughs> you needed it. You barely make nice it. Nice acrobat. Barely. <laughs> Alright, so she tumbles through it uh, toward the middle of this sort of lowered cave away from her brother, unfortunately. Uh, but in order to set this thing up uh, and is going to swing a nice big roundhouse kick at this now flat-footed ether spider for a confident finish. Plus, I don't know if I have to say I'm using it now. That blood do it. thing. Do the do it. You do it when you yes. hit. Use it. That was yeah. quick. <laughs> hey, easy come, easy go. Well, All you right, got to hit first. That's the trigger. So. Yeah, well, I have a pretty good shot at it right now. <laughs> we'll see what the dice have to say about that. All right. All 24 right. against its flat-footed armor class. You hit. Yay. Yay. Uh, maximum base damage plus another seven points of precision damage plus a full four yeah. points from the uh, that proboscis for a total of, uh, let's see, seven and seven is 14 plus four is 18 total bludgeoning damage. Nice. Wait, so we're fighting this thing? So, yes, you, we are. You hit it. Um, you crunch it. 18 points of damage. Definitely hurt it mm-hmm. a little. It's better than nothing. All right. Also, Darius is down here and now has a thing he can punch. So I'm feeling pretty good. And I've set up a flank for him. So with my final action, because this thing hates me so much, uh, I am going to parry with my bow staff. Don't forget you're clumsy. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was 23 to hit its butt. Yeah, I I was. Well, I remember. Does it go to attack? I I know it goes to range attack rolls, but the... Everything that uses dex, and because I'm using finesse with it, it it would. It does say dex DCs. It's atrocious for her. It's it's for her DCs 
for dexterity, including AC, reflex saves, range attack rolls, and skill checks using acrobatic stealth and thievery. So that was actually a 27, but she still made it. I saw this and realized, yeah. oh, this is a bad fight for LR because they could mess her up. But... Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, my last action was between pulling out the antidote and, and parrying, and I figured parry was probably more important right now. Well, if this progresses to clumsy too... So wait, you, you rolled, you attacked. First, and what's first your action was tumble action? through. Second one was confident finish. And the third action is parry with my bow mm, staff. So Alhara starts spinning the staff back and forth across her body. Hap is in the rear with the gear, with her little light, looking through the hallway. Might want to get engaged. Just I, an idea. Uh, help us, Hap, with your burningness. Okay. Atron, wait, are we fighting this death spider? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to step forward to the ledge so that I can hopefully get eyes on it. Oh, God, it's so big. Um, and then I'm going to use two actions to drop a flaming... Oh, let's see. So I'm going to uh, kind of spin around a little bit like I'm doing one of my cool fire dances. And a swirl of embers will, will surround me coming up off the ground. And then I will, I will shape them into a, a, a beautiful flaming wolf. And the wolf will run to the ether spider where it behaves as a flaming seer. Cool. All right. It, I need a basic reflex saving throw. Oh, God. I bet it has incredible saving throws. Probably. It's probably never going to fail this. Maybe. Reflex save, right? Yes. Yeah. 24. You needed a 20. Actually, you know, it, 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 uh,. It succeeded, so it takes no damage, but it is actually better than you think because it does need to continuously move, and it does act as a deterrent, and it uses up an action, so it's actually one of the easily best spells in the game. Okay, it's really good. Even, even when it fails, it causes them to do things, so don't feel bad. I think it was a good move, in my, mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, and I think you're done, Hap. Look, see, I figured out how to summon animals right. You did it. <laughs> you did. Uh, Darius is up. You're bleeding, and uh, there's a swarm above you and a gargantuan spider in front of you. Yes, with yes, yes. Alhara. It's on the ground. Yes. I can punch things on the ground. Yes, you, you can. can. You can. I stand right there to flankety flank with my sister. Can yeah. I try and finish off the bats? Of blows. First shot. Kablamba. It's a 16 versus its uh, flat footedness. I think that's yes. a big no way. Big whiff. Come on, man. Come on. You got a hit. You can't be missing on this thing. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, <laughs> hey, how about a uh, 24? You hit. Nice. Seven points of damage, right? Yeah, and now make a, unless it's higher level than me, make a con uh, fortitude save for stunning strike. Well, it still makes the save. Right. If it critically fails, it loses action. Well, here's the good news. It failed, but it's but higher level than it's you, so level, it yeah. succeeded. Mm -hmm. Ah, crap. <laughs> Which means it's level five, at oh, least. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and um, I have one more action left. I mean, uh, stopping the bleeding takes two actions. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to punch you Okay. No, no, no. That's good. It's not worth it. You, oh, wait, at minus 10? At minus 10? Just assist Alhara. Get the plus one. No. Let him play his... You're right, you're right, you're right. That's a good point. I mean, right. I could, but... It's a minus you know, eight, really, if you think about it that technically, way. Technically, yeah, I'm just a swing. What if I roll good for once? Nope. Whoa, I think a three is not good for once. 
It is not. Okay, you take one point of damage from the bleed, and then give me a flat check. You see, it's not that bad. It's one point of damage. No. Big whoop. 13, you fail. Bat Swarm goes. Now, this is going to get weird. You know what the Bat Swarm's going to do? Attack both. Leave. Attack the spider. Attacking everyone. Yeah, it's attacking the spider oh, and attacking Darius. Okay. They're nice. Just crazy. Good job, Bats. Good job. Hey, I am so, going to have to ask them for a reflex save, though. Oh, they get a reflex save. Of course they do. Yes. 25. Will you stop? Let me have something. 20. Oh no, they don't get they don't get hit by the uh, sphere. That's not how that works. Yeah. Or does it? Oh, it's not. Yeah, it's no. an area. No, like, it no, occupies no, no. a five foot square. I think no, it... no, no, it's not how it works. So, it's uh, it was the reflex save for the spider. So both of you guys make it. So you take ooh two points of damage each. Spider's dead. Oh, it leaves. Popo. Let's see if my no, you're gonna waste it on that. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Of course, I have no other way to do it. Oh, I don't know. That spider might be leaving. You mean the spider might might be leaving? But that's probably, not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. Also, it probably teleports and doesn't trigger, but whatever. Yeah, I'd use it when you can, honestly. 24. How about that, Bats? How about that, Bats? Nice. You hit. You hit the, the Bats. Oh, 24. You almost, almost critted, but you didn't. <laughs> what type of damage is that? Bludgeoning? So Bludgeoning. You six points of damage. That's still something. I clap a couple out of the air. Boom, boom. You're finally getting the hang of it. You're like, okay, okay. You're like ducking and weaving, getting the hang of like killing Yeah, I'm not as afraid of them anymore as I am of the spider. The ether spider. Not a dumb beast. Okay, it's kind of dumb. But it's not super <gasps> dumb. It is smart enough to know to get the hell out of this fiery thing. So first thing it's going to do is... I'm actually going to move there. It's getting as far away from that fire as it can while still having a tasty morsel in its oh, darn area. It. Whatever. Next thing it's going to do is fang Darius. All right. Tries to take a chunk out of that. Ooh, 19 Miss. misses. And then for funsies, it's going to shoot a web at Hap. Well, ah! 20. All right, do you want the good news or the bad news? I don't want any news. The news is it hits you. It does no damage whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was the threat. Yeah, I'm sure. The best news is you are stuck and immobilized as you are now covered in spider web goo and you are now, well... I hope that gelatinous cube doesn't come by because it's just going to eat you up. And Alhara, you have to give me another fortitude save, correct? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Give me the fortitude 25. Save. 25. You, very, very good job. It's out of your system. Ooh, thank goodness. Nice. You did not want to go to the other way. <laughs> I did not. Ataran is up. Ataran is going to glare at the spider as their eyes widen and use evil eye on it. Really? A will yep. save on a spider? Yep. Sure. Said it was intelligent and Ataran would know. Oh, oh my god, it failed! That <laughs> was the right 12. choice. Woo! Oh my Fantastic. God. It rolled a two. Wow. wow. 
we needed this in a big way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know why? Because it had eight eyes. So it was eight times more evil than your usual evil eye. Ah. Uh, mm. That's true. Yeah. Hard to avoid. Um. Ah. Uh, what do I want to? Um. That's fantastic. I already used Phantom Pain, which would have been nice. Acheron, how bad does it look? It's... You can see how bad it looks. What is it? It's still kind of a light green in yeah. the uh, circle. That's not good. No, so Acheron is going to gesture um, out and um, bring in their hands as they chant, Spiritualish Fegivir, and as they thrust their hands open, um, points of like violet black energy will coalesce over the spider and form uh, an ethereal looking dagger of force, which will then try to stab into the spider as Ataran casts spiritual weapon. Mm. 22. All right. That is, uh, that is a hit. All right, seven damage. And that's the end for me. And that's sustained every turn, right? If you... Yeah, well, I have to sustain it, but yes. Yeah. Yep. I forgot. Oh. I had a I had an icon for your weapon, but I don't know where it went. Anyhow, you can go. Alhara is up. Make sure to All heal right. four hit points. Uh, sure will. Fantastic. Uh, feeling better. Poison's out of my system. Uh, you know what? Let's just go for it. Uh, first action is just going to be a good old stride. You're just walking on down the road. Yeah, I can go. Walking on down to the spider on top of the skeleton. That's right. I can go um, I can go 30 feet, which is not quite enough to get a flank. Hmm, do I want to go the extra five and set up a flank? You know what I do, because Darius is there. So I'm going to go uh, 35 feet, which is going to be a stride and then a step. Uh, and uh, with my newfound flank, I and it's frightened. Holy cow! This gonna, thing is gonna be great. Uh, let's go ahead and swing at it with my bow staff. Now the nice part is the bow staff is entirely strength based. So the fact that I am I still clumsy? Nope. Okay, right. cool. You were not. Well, in that case, uh, fantastic. So yeah, the bow staff is entirely strength based anyway. But let's let's see if we can whomp it. Natural oh, 20. Yes. I was going to say, I feel a crit coming on, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to trust it. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh Beautiful. my god, yes. Good job. Okay, now it's not looking so good. Fantastic. <laughs> now it's starting to get a little bloody. Yeah, it's starting to get a little, uh, it's starting to, uh, it's going to start getting a little serious now. It's hemolymph is coming out. Uh, all right. I don't even know That's what that is. That's insect blood. That's insect it's blood. It's insect blood. Okay, biologist. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Science. You're welcome. Hey, I'm working on my doctorate now, so when I finish, you can actually call me that. Nice, Dr. Hap. I'm gonna. That's right. My character is working on her doctorate. <laughs> so are you done? I believe you yep. were done, correct? Yep, that's two move actions and one attack. Hap, you are completely stuck. I'm just you can, gonna... You I'm can still cast say... spells and everything, and yeah. you can still move your sphere and everything i'm just gonna say it kind of through the web in such a way that i'm like pinned to the wall now and i like can't move out of this space but i'm gonna like i'm gonna like burn my hands free just with like you know the natural fire and then while i'm doing that after i get my arms free i'm gonna take the fire that i was using to burn my arms free and i'm just gonna like carefully 
you know, shape it into a ball. And then I'm going to take that ball and I'm going to like pull like a little head out and, and like, like a little tail and like little wings and just like shape it into a bird. Uh, and with those two actions, I'm giving myself guidance and then throwing an elemental toss at it. You're not going to move the sphere because you need to, or you just yeah. keep it that there. That was two actions. Uh, the third action will be sustain. Oh, when nice. I sustain, I can move the sphere. So first, I'm just going to, I'm not going to, yeah, we'll do it. Do it. Click the guidance button. But doing, I'm gonna use guidance on this elemental toss. Yeah, that's not a good. All right, so I probably twenty. Maybe it's a twenty, right? Plus one or no? I, that is with the plus one, so it's probably. Oh. I mean, we got the fear, Ooh, but it's not enough. So you got a twenty. It's gonna just barely miss it. Yeah, and I don't want to waste. I don't. I don't want to use the uh, influence or whatever the hero point on it. Okay. So then I'll sustain my flaming wolf and move it to the ethereal spoder. Okay. So it does a reflex save, correct? Yes, and I need it to get real bad. You didn't do that. Twenty-eight. Not so bad. Darius is up. All right. Well, here we are. It's flanked, and I'm gonna just immediately start. Oh, you know, I could move the bleed and then do a flurry of blows. Let's do that. It does. The bleed isn't that bad. I can't believe I'm actually telling you this. It's a one point bleed. Yeah, I know. I know. It takes but I have two actions to get rid of. I understand. But like. Really? I mean, I, I have three actions that I'm going to waste, but let's try it. Hell yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, the swarm's likely to make you bleed again. I, I don't know. It seems Let like even you, if you got two more swings in, that would be worth it. Let me ask you this. Uh, if you had the chance it. to spend one HP and get an action, would you take it? Well, sure. let's see what happens. How about this? Why don't yeah, we it's, let it's, him play his I, character? I, I have, you're right. You're right. I have struck he, with my first, struck with his first blow. Fantastic. And you hit. And, and you hit. do 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Here comes the second flurry. No, 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 no. If he kills it, then he can heal. Then we know. Yeah, the more you know. That's a big fat miss. At 11, will not hit it. It makes a DC 20 stunning fist fortitude. Oh my god, oh. are you kidding me? <gasps> now <laughs> one. An action. That's the only way it could lose an action is a natural one. So it loses one wow. action. Okay. All right. This, um, I have this two more spider is getting its butts kicked by you guys. I'm pretty impressed. It messed with the wrong shot. circus folk. You get two. You get oh, two more. Look oh, at that! Look at that! Look another, at that. another hit. Take another hit. Seven points right. of damage. Let's do it again. Okay. Okay, it's barely alive. It's like on its last okay. legs. Now I miss. Literally. Now you miss. Yeah, an eight. That's a critical miss. And you take one point of bleed damage and do a flat check. Nope, you fail. Okay. Uh, the vampire vat swarm. Remember that thing? Remember that? Oh, you guys, we like totally forgot about that thing because what's that thing? Well, this giant ether spider is way scarier. Attack! It's attacking the spider and Alhara. Oh my gosh. Give me reflex. If this uh, not one. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Double damage. That's so silly. You take six points of damage and you're bleeding, Alhara. 
Oh, so much for the vampires. You're you're so concentrated on the ether spider that you're like, yes, yes. Oh, bats! I forgot about Aether you. Spider yeah. takes a point of damage too, yep. doesn't it? Uh, it takes one point. Correct. I was gonna say if that vampire bat swarm kill steals the ether spider, I'm gonna be so annoyed. That would be awesome. That's about right. That should happen. Um, do you want that to happen? No. So you would rather it it's going to get a whole turn. I want it to die right now. Yes, we want that to happen. We all vote that we want it to happen. Whatever <laughs> the dice Alhara said no. Alhara actually voted no. It Whatever the dice say is fine. It's fine. If if it if it sticks around and finishes eating the spider, that's probably for the best. Okay. The spider is bleeding. It's got fire on it. It is Oh just... yeah. Just in a bad, bad shape. It's been bitten by a vampire swarm. It has decided it has had enough. You see it blink out of existence. Is it a move action? Probably not. I'm looking. It does not say it's a move action, so I will say it's called Ethereal Step. It's a shift action. Shift action. I'm if you say, could reach into the ethereal plane and punch it so hard that it stays here, that'd be a little broke. So here's the thing. If it if it says that it steps or strides, then it's a yeah. move action. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it has yeah. the move keyword. Otherwise, it's not a move action. It's stupid because it's called ethereal step. Right. But step also doesn't It doesn't trigger. step as part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not and, step. And step doesn't and it, trigger. And it actually right. says it's 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 a it's a it's a teleport or a shift. It's a, a creature shift. within your reach uses a move action or leaves a square during a move action. Yeah, but it wasn't it's a move action. Not leaving it's not a move action, it's not leaving a square, okay. it's leaving leaving the plane of existence. Yeah. I will give it yeah. to you yeah. up into this. Do an attack as a uh if you want as a a Hail Mary, goodbye, Shame. Yellow Brick Road, and if you crit, I'll say you, you kill it before it goes away. So close, but no. You didn't even hit it, so... 19? Yeah, with the, with the, the fear and the yeah, fire. Yeah, it would have hit it, 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 but... He, it's, like, it's like in Star Trek, when they're firing through them while they're teleporting. He's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. get you! Uh, you're like, and then he appears it. in dust. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn it. Damn thing disappeared. Uh, Ataron is up, and oh, there's still a vampire swarm there. I, I'm trying to figure out if Ataron thinks their spiritual weapon can still attack the spider ethereally, since the spiritual weapon is force. I think it can. Why couldn't it attack the uh, swarm? Well, I'm I'm thinking more because no, the, the spider. The spider, the ether spider. Don't you have to see it first? Yeah, you I mean, how would you target it. it? You can't attack it. It's in a different plane of existence. It's impossible. Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking more about, at least from first edition, where force effects nope. could affect ethereal creatures. Nope. So nope. That's why I was asking. Um, so Ataron will continue to concentrate and move it over to the Bat Swarm, which it attacks as a dagger, so it's slashing damage? Sure. Uh, 25. Well, that actually crits it, believe it or not. So 16 force damage. It dead. So as Ataran um, just kind of concentrates and moves their hand in the direction of the bat swarm, the uh, force dagger seems to reform and break into five, like, 
small knife-like pieces and just shreds through the vampire swarm, vampire bat swarm. Sweet. And for time's sake, I will say you're done. Dead Ether Spider's not coming back. Yeah. Um, Ohara is bleeding. Darius is bleeding. Uh, If you look around, there's no more vampire bats. They're all dead, exploded. Darius is covered in the remnants of many of them. Alhara and Darius are bleeding. If you want to give me some quick rolls to see how much damage you can do, basically just share with Darius. You go first. You can just try to heal yourself. It's just my flat, flat check, check or my medicine check. Oh, uh, it's a flat check. You actually can't use medicine to heal bleeding. Believe it or not, that's not how it works. Yeah, and Alhara would continue to gain healing from the yep, uh, two more hex. rounds. Yep. All right, you fail your first check, so you take one point of damage. But now you just have to do a flat check of ten to try to uh, heal. So you tried to stem it, but you don't succeed. And 20, so you're healed. And Alhara can do the same thing. Yeah, I I imagine on her next turn, with the swarm gone, she'd be trying to staunch the bleeding as well. Yeah, yeah, so it's just, you know, it's the same two checks. 10. 10, you fail. No, you succeed. It's DC 10 when you try to staunch the bleeding yourself, like when you try to stop persistent damage. No, I thought it was a 15 the first time and then a 10. It's a 15 if you don't do anything, if you just wait till the end of your turn. Mm. We just did it the other way, too, earlier on the first bleeding. No, no, because the first bleeding was at the end of Darius's turn. No, I'm agreeing, stop it. I'm agreeing with you, Vanessa. I'm saying when he oh. used the actions to do it, he got like, well, he got like an 18, so it didn't matter anyway, but we said he needed a 10. What's it called? Persistent damage. No, the action. It doesn't have I don't know if it has a name. I think like in persistent damage, it says if you use two actions or something. I'm more curious than anything else because I thought it was. Persistent damage rules are on page two tw- six. Excuse me, six twenty-one. That's too slow. Okay. The, the internet's too. Assisted slow. recovery is what you're looking for. Uh, assisted recovery. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. You can help take steps to help yourself reduce damage. Usually, an activity requiring two actions would be something that reasonably increases your chances. Uh, smother flame, wash off acid, or use medicine to if- administer first aid to staunch bleeding. Allows you an extra flat check immediately. The flat check gets reduced to uh, 10. Okay, you're right. I, for some reason, I thought it was a 15 and then a 10 nope. after that. But okay, so I did it wrong for That's Darius right. earlier. But he, I mean, he, he beat it anyway because he got like an 18. So um, yeah, so I'll stop that. And then the last two ticks of Ataran's magic uh, infuse Ahara. And she finishes the battle with 47 out of 52 hit points. Wow. I'm actually... Kind of disappointed by this ether spider. I thought it was going to eat your lunch, so I'm oh. going to have to step up my uh, game here a little. No, no, it easily could have. It easily could have. I got a good timely strike and used a fourth level consumable and got a good crit later. So, I mean, like, we and Darius hit on a minus 10 attack for, you know, good damage. And I like kept it burning one action away, so. Yeah. True. I'm going to have the Flaming Wolf lick the webs away from me with its fire. Yeah, you can Aww. do that. It's just an escape action, but I'll say with time, you can just have the wolf come up to you and burn it away from you so you're no longer stuck to the wall. I don't think we killed it. Arturon, do you think that thing will come back? I doubt it would come back here considering how damaged it was. It will find somewhere else to nest or hunt, I'm sure. Hopefully somewhere far away. That was creepy. Yeah, Alteron knows that this is what they do. They basically wait in the ethereal plane for prey. 
and then they can sometimes cast a web through the interior plane into the material plane, trap creatures, and then shift, grab them, eat them, poison them, and then pull them back. So it obviously got excited and didn't even bother doing that on you and just jumped through to try to attack you thinking it was an easy meal, but was, well, obviously wrong. Uh, luckily, it did not do that because the web burst, 30-foot cone of <laughs> webbing that hits everyone, oof, that would have been a whole other ballgame. Yeah. So Acheron smiles slightly and says, before we settle down for bed, I will tell you more about it. A nice bedtime story to give half nightmares. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Nice. That's all well, I wanted is another nightmare spider. You all right, Alhara? You get Everything it? Okay? Does everyone get it? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling not bad. Atron, thank you. That that magic really kept my wounds stitched close, and uh, I've got, I don't know, a few bruises, and that's about it. Good. Not Ticula's caress. It seems uh, to be a um, positive energy um, boost of life. It is what I um used previously um and uh hap and i had asked uh, you about darius her um her 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 caress yes nocticula <laughs> has um uh favors um intimacy in a positive way as do i Alhara winks at Ataran. Can you guys do this, like, another time? Or maybe, like, behind closed doors? Mm, she nope. is a succubus, but um, has found redemption. Wait, yeah, I've, had a lot, I've had a lot of words for Alhara, but I don't think that's one of them. No, no, no <laughs> That is why I have tried to offer some opportunity or chance to the Zogast we talked to outside. It seems fitting, considering the abilities I have from Nocticula. Well, as long as your Noctella keeps us healed, I'd say she's fine in my book. Mm, yes, I'm sure she will continue to assist me to assist you. Um, you said there was magic or something down there? Yes, there's a, a magical suit of armor. So we started to gather it when all the bats and spiders showed up. But we have it now, and uh, we'll be coming up. Um, yeah, so if you want to spend a little bit more time gathering the skeleton, it looks like everything in this area has been killed or dead. Hap and Acheron are starting to get a whiff of the guano fungus up in their nostrils as they're standing near the edge. What do you want to do? I will step back and uh, look at the brick on the wall and just make sure the light's not all wiggly. Yeah, Atron will move back as well. I think Alhara will spend... Uh, Not Wiggly. Spend a few rounds just sort of looking around to see if there's anything valuable down here besides this uh, plate armor on the skeleton. If the if the person that used to own this armor has had any weapons or bags of gold or anything else. In well, the they had I, heard a, I heard there was a broken weapon. Eh? There's uh, a falchion nearby and there's a gem in its broken hilt. I bet you could mm. use it as a dagger, a poop dagger. It's um, it might be fashioned into a poop dagger if you wish later in this adventure. 
should probably grab the shards. Maybe it'll be good reforged or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can definitely grab them. Uh, and uh, if nothing else, try and put whoever this is to rest. Should we should we collect the bones? I don't know how this works. Let's leave the bones. Maybe afterwards. Yeah, when we're done here. Oh, sure. That makes sense. We don't know their culture. We could always just respectfully burn the bones. When we are finished with the tower, we will yes, worry about the already deceased. Yes. Wait, isn't bat guano like ultra flammable? I have heard in the past it was used for a spell that summons a large ball of fire. Hmm. Okay. Goodness gracious. Well, it did not go on fire as of right now. Maybe in the real world, bat guano is extremely flammable. But in the Galarian world... It is nearly a disease-infested fungus that can kill you on contact. But you gather up the skeleton. Oh, sorry, not skeleton. You gather up the armor. You gather up the weapon. Alhara looks around. You don't see any digging or entrances. So it doesn't look like the Zolgaths came in through this location. And there's just, like, guano everywhere. And there's a couple of bats still hanging around, but nothing to swarm you. Um, but otherwise, you explore this very large cavern. Um, nothing else is here that you can see. That's it. Just this dead guy. All right. When I was a kid, I thought that guacamole was called guano. And then I found out guano was made of bat poop. And I was like, well, why are people eating it then? Guanamole? Yeah. Alhara will gather her rope and grappling hook, and uh, and I guess we'll continue on. Hap, do you want to look over what they found? Um, maybe, maybe later. I don't really feel safe in these hallways. All right. Invisible things running around. There's lots of magic coming off this. Uh, it's a full plate armor set, which is pretty big and heavy. I presume someone can throw it in something. Yeah, I mean, Alhara's got a backpack, essentially. She can put all the pieces in there. She's pretty strong. Pretty strong. Even at, what, bulk four? She can haul it around, no problem. Okay. So you throw it all in there. You throw the shards. You throw the gem. You're like, hmm, this thing is going to be a pretty, pretty prize. Shame no one can wear it. I wonder if we should have checked the other side of that big hole. You did. She yeah. went all around. Oh, There's okay, nothing good, there. good, good. Yeah, she... she Alhara did a full Greyhawk, we call that. In the <laughs> Greyhawk. In the biz. Yeah, looked around. And there's nothing there. Cool. Alright, uh, before we can, before she leaves, she's also going to pull basically like one of her little uh, belt pouches and just fill it with small rocks so that she can skip them down the hallway as they continue forward. Do you need any time to heal up? I don't know, I'm feeling okay. Mm, it would be in my best interest to... Mm, talk with Chilagosh so I could do that again for you or someone else, but that would take some time. I've still got plenty of juice in me if we need it. It's a smart idea, but I'm a little worried about this gooey box or whatever. Mm, I'm worried about keeping you healed, but um, I understand. Let's just... I am also using a, a fair amount of Nocticula's magic, so bear that in mind too. Come here, Darius, and I'm going to grab the brick that I put the light into, and I'm just going to just pull, physically pull it out with my hand and then put it back on Darius's amulet. The, the brick? Yeah, I put she light transfers out. the light. 
of the oh, brick. In well, you said you grabbed the brick and pull it out, and that was okay. very confusing. Oh, okay. I was wondering how you had the ability to like no, grab make, bricks out of full brick walls. I have. I, thought, I have. I didn't know Hap was that strong. Like, yeah, I have manipulate brick. Oh well, in that case. That's why. I, that's how I tell Darius what to do. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like that. So this hallway that we were going down, we got diverted. It was going east. There was a little alcove to the south that led to that same like pit ground with all the bat guano. And it looks like it goes a little further east and then turns north. For a long way. For a long way. So as we turn around that corner, Alhara is going to start uh, pitching you know, pebbles down the hallway, letting them skitter across the floor. Probably one or two behind them before they continue on just to make sure the creature didn't somehow end up behind them while they were fighting the bats and the spider. Okay. And otherwise, using that scout action again via pebbles. I'll go back to investigate. Wait for Darius to move. There you go. So you continue down this hallway that goes 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet, and you get to... A crossroads. There is a corridor going to the left, and it opens up into another large room, and there's something blocking the center of the room. While we're walking, I refocus and drag the rope and wiggle it and stuff. Something like a, a stone wall? Something like a statue? What kind of something? Oh, must you be so diligent? Yes, it's a actual wall. Sorry. So let's see. I throw a rock against it. Um, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20. 25 feet in front of you is a stone wall that's 10 feet wide. You throw a stone rock in front of you, and it sticks in the air. <gasps> that's obviously not anything to uh, worry about. What? We would like to roll for combat now? Pretty much. Ah. <laughs> that is only 10 feet away from Alhara. That is too close. Roll for combat! You've been listening to Roll for Combat! Three Ring Adventure! A Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember when your GM smiles at you, it's already too late. <laughs>